0: Hello there, welcome to the International Business Podcast, a show for those who work across time zones, borders, and cultures. I'm your host, Leonardo from Shanghai, but let's make it simple and just call me Leo. We also have a new co-host, Stefano, based in Paris. Coming up on today's episode.
1: You need to have an eye on influencers, who to pick, who to choose, and what kind of content they created, right? and who they are working with before. Neither agency or influencer can promise you sales. All they can promise you is reach.
0: Victoria is an influencer digital marketing and social media expert with more than seven year experience in the fashion and beauty industry. Do you work with influencers to increase sales and brand awareness of your products and services? How to develop this channel? You can find more information about Victoria in the show notes. Now, let's begin. Hi, Victoria. I'm glad to have you on. Welcome to the International Business Podcast.
1: Hi, Leonardo. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really happy to share my marketing experience.
0: And let me ask you this, Victoria. What makes you an international professional?
1: I would consider myself as an international professional because I have been working with more than 25 companies all around the world. American companies, British companies, Swedish companies, uh, Russian companies, companies from the Netherlands. And also for most of them, I help them to expand their global presence to a worldwide audience. That, I think, makes me an international expert.
0: I'm sure it it makes you an international professional, Victoria. And I love asking experts clear and simple definitions about their topics of expertise. So what I want to ask you, Victoria, is what is the definition? What is the meaning of KOL?
1: KOL means key opinion leader. So, it's basically the person who has a huge range of followers, but not just like that. He or she can also influence on these followers. They have uh, a very loyal fan base. For example, Kim Kardashian or Kylie Jenner can be considered as KOL because everything they post on their Instagram feed, people want to purchase or want to use this service, That what makes them KOL. So each KOL can be, or should not be, or could not be an influencer or blogger. They can be a celebrity, they can be a sportsman, they can be anything. The main thing is they need to influence on the audience. They need to uh, be very strong on social media.
0: If I say KOL, who's the first person that comes to your mind?
1: Yeah, as I as I told you before, right? It's like Kim Kardashian or Kardashian family, K- Jenner family, because they have a huge fan base. Everything they create is starting from like keeping with Kardashians TV show and cosmetics line everything people want to purchase people want to buy people want to be like that because you know girls working out so hard in the gym to get you know bought like kim kardashian or everyone wants to to uh, have lips like Kylie Jenner or uh, everyone wants to be like I don't know like um, look like a model candle Jenner it's all about the people who has a big influence because if you can see you know many girls many girls are inspired by them and they want to look like them they want to follow them
0: and let's focus a second on fashion and beauty Victoria Mm -hmm. Why should companies work with influencers in this area? And after they found them, what is the best way to approach them?
1: Well, let's say that fashion and beauty industry are developing so fast. And beauty industry is the most fast-growing industry in the world. Because women and men as well are purchasing a lot of beauty products. And it's also... These two industries, fashion and beauty, are visual industries. So people see first and then buy. So people don't just hear about this and buy. People need to see how to use it, what to use it, and how does it look like. For example, influencers can uh, show how to mix and match your sneakers or dresses or coats, right? And people will buy it because they know, oh, I can mix these sneakers with jeans and with dresses and with skirts. And for guys, maybe it's like shorts and um, pants and jeans as well. For example, if we are talking about the beauty industry, men and women can see that this cream or this serum can make their skin glowy and shiny. And that's that's why they can follow some influencers. And they just buy your product. When we are talking about uh, the platform uh, they represent, you need to think about your target audience. I guess the main three, three platforms right now are YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. And if your audience is very young and very fresh, TikTok will be the best way to approach them. But if your audience is a bit older, let's say it's like 25 plus or 30, 30 plus, that Instagram will be better than TikTok because the representation of each social media is different, the age representation and the gender representation as well. So you need to have thought and a clear mind who your target audience is. If you know this, you can approach anyone, and you know what. To do exactly.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but the number of influencers is growing by the day. How to choose the right one for your products and services?
1: You're you're very right. You know you're very right because you know people um, understand that being an influencer means having easy money. You know, 10 years ago, then first like uh, or even 15 years ago, when first YouTubers uh, appeared. People just created videos for fun. They enjoyed They wanted to share their life. And even then, they were sent some products for free. They just wanted to share it. You know, it wasn't a thought of advertisement. But right now, girls and guys understand, oh, why should I get a degree? Why should I go to work in the office if I can be a TikToker? and get free stuff and get money. Just uh, posing dancing videos or beauty videos or passion videos or funny videos and then earn money like that. Th- that's why the range of the influencers are growing and growing and growing.
0: And is it easy to become an influencer? I mean, the, it looks kind of easy, but is it easy to become one of them?
1: I mean, in 2021, It's not that easy to promote yourself because you need to be very unique because right now you can see the variety of influencers, you know, and the people who want to be influencers and you should not copy others because in another case, you will be just a bad copy of somebody. In this case, you need to have a very creative mind and uh, nowadays it's a bit expensive Even on TikTok, when TikTok was a very fresh platform, it was easy to get boost, to get views, to get into the recommendations. But right now, it's becoming harder and harder and harder. And each year, it's becoming harder to develop in the existing platform. So then maybe new platform, new social media platform will be created. Uh, It will be a new step for newbies to to approach it and to be famous but right now it's a bit it's a bit tricky it's a bit tricky you need to think about a lot of things about the content about the promotion about the representation sometimes it's just about the luck you know you just post the video and it becomes viral so no nobody knows who will be famous and who won't be famous
0: So let's say that I have a company, but the budget at my disposal is not that large, but I want to start promoting my products with Mm -hmm. or through influencers. How should I operate with them in case my budget is, let's say, tight?
1: You know, I was working with startups, like with very small companies who are just starting, and they have very low budget or even no budget for the promotion or for marketing or for influencers, and it's fine. What I usually do is work with micro-influencers and uh, work on under barter conditions, uh, or we can call it gifting collaborations. You can just DM a simple message. Hey, would you be interested to create a couple of stories and a post? In exchange, you will get our product for free or our product as a present. As a present it is the best uh, sentence, better than for free. Yeah, and then people will reply to you. Of course, some people want money and you're like, okay, we are we are so sorry, but we are too small. We are unable to pay. Would you be still interested if we share, for example, 10% of you and give an affiliate link for you? Because affiliate links uh, is also can be a chance for companies to get some influencers and share their sales, uh, but don't pay uh, a direct fee. Another case, uh, it can be if it's not a micro-influencer. It also can be a big influencer or even KOS if you like talk with their manager and say, hey, we would like to send a present to to them. And if they like it, maybe they will use it. And you know, some of the people who I work with, even like they're having like 1 million or 2 million followers, right? And sometimes they just post some stories. Of course, stories are not posts, right? But you got it for free. You just got it because you were polite and you were just made a present. And also some people are really good and generous and they have like, why not, you know, why not attitude. And that's also good. And when we are picking the influencer, right, uh, it's also you need to have an eye on influencers, who to pick, who to choose, and what kind of content they created, right, and who they are working with before. And, for example, the engagement range, how the people responding, and if the audience is loyal enough. So that's uh, how you can approach even with low budget. But of course, if you have low budget, your growth will be very slow. But it it's possibly mm, B, it's still B, right? But it will be slower than if you have a bigger budget. But the return on investment, right, the ROI, can be pretty high Because on the last project, the ROI was... Uh, like almost 500% of a return on investment just working with the small influencers and big influencers on the barter conditions, on gifting collaborations only.
0: And Victoria, looking at the international landscape, what are the common traits and main differences you see among influencers across different countries?
1: Okay, just... Uh, imagine Google, right? Google have YouTube and uh, uh, we have YouTube creators all around the world. And for example, Indian uh, YouTube creators get less than American ones. Why is it so? Because of the cost of living and medium basic salary in India is way lower than in the US. So that's why the influencers' rates will be extremely different from country to country but if we are talking about the hugest market of course it's the american one uh the influencers get a lot of money from there way more than anywhere else i guess this is the main differences the money money issue money issue and their price list if you're talking about the common things right I guess it's the common trends influencers are following. For example, it can be about visuals. And right now, many influencers follow these minimalistic aesthetic profiles, you know, with like expensive shoes and bags and these like beige and the white and black colors. So it's kind of popular right now. And people from different countries can follow these templates to develop uh, their profiles and to get the attention from the high end brand.
0: Let's try to analyze data. Uh, now, because it seems that using influencers to push your products and services is a great way, at least in 2021, but Mm -hmm. which are the key metrics you should count, uh, you should assess while working with them? And especially at the end of the process, at the end of everything, Victoria, how to track sales coming from each KOL?
1: Okay, let's, let's, I will answer to the first question. About the key metrics, right? First, you need to ask from each influencer you're working under paid paid conditions. Because if you're working on the gifting collaboration, better not to ask. Because if you have no budget, just uh, d- just make it do, you know, just make it going. But if you have a budget and you want a new way of money spent on, first, ask for these metrics. Just write down. GEO, I mean geographics for countries in percentage, age in percentage, gender in percentage, reach for stories for the last 14 days, reach for posts for last 14 days. Using this data, you can calculate yourself the key uh, metrics and of course their price list CPC, CPV, 1000 CPV. And CPA. When you got these metrics according to their data and their price list, you can see if the CPC is very high or very low. And for example, if it's very high and very expensive, you can negotiate with an influencer to make this price a little bit down, a little bit lower. If the CPC or CPA is good, then you can you can agree and you can think, yeah, we can try. Uh, to work with them second question how to track sale first of all you can create utm link if you're selling online on amazon or on your website if you have i don't know beauty fashion fashion products for example creams or dresses it doesn't matter you can give them influencer the utm link and they can put it on swipe up stories or on their profile and after the post like say hey blah 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 uh, you can buy the dresses the link in my bio and people will click it and also people will swipe up from the stories but if you for example have a brand like porsche right how you can track you can't track sales for brands brand like this because only what you can have is brand awareness. You can't have a sales track for, for this. So this is actually very different. So if your product is selling online, you can use coupon codes, I mean like named special coupon codes or UTM links to track the sales. But if you have a huge brand which are not selling online, which you need to be physically come and buy. It's all about brand awareness. This is the first thing. And the second thing, it's a, always a delayed purchase. So even if people see this thing, they might not buy it directly. And right now they need still need some time to think. And also when we're talking about huge brands and like expensive cars or expensive um. I don't know, watches or other things. You need to direct your target audience and you need to choose the influencer very clearly. And you need to understand that their audience are the same as this influencer and they are using these cars or they're wearing these watches.
0: Straight question here, Victoria. What is the best way to work with influencers? Agency or directly?
1: I mean, if you have a lot of money and you don't want to think too much, the best way is agency because agency will control the influencers. They push them. They tell them, hey, 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 hello. Please do, please do your promise a post. If you don't have a lot of money, better to work with influencer directly. But be ready that influencer can delay the post. Even if you sign the contract, even if you're like um, doing like a post post payment, they can delay the post, they can forget, they can change their mind. You always need to push them. And you also, for some influencers who are not very creative, you need to create the content for them. You need to develop the ideas. So if you don't want to do this, better ask the agency because they will do it for you. But you need to pay them the fee. So it just depends on your goals and if you already like to suffer because sometimes you have to suffer and you have to put more effort and time in work. Just um, understand that neither agency or influencer can promise you sales. All they can promise you is reach. And uh, maybe a, a little bit of brand awareness, but no one can promise you sales because sales connected to different things, not just only the influencers, but also your website and your product itself.
0: I like that. I'll make sure to keep it in mind. that influencers cannot guarantee or cannot promise sales, but they cannot—they can promise reach. I like that, Victoria. And with that said. I've got one final question I ask everyone who comes on the show. Tell us about one memorable moment from your international career and you can pick a successful episode, a funny episode, or even a catastrophic one.
1: Okay, I, ha- I have several, but I will tell you about su- one of my successful I was working for a client uh, for the cosmetics brand in Netherlands, and my client desperately wants some rich woman, and she is the wife of a very rich man. You know, he is just in the Forbes list. You know, Forbes list like um, and a president of some banks. And my client desperately wants this uh, lady to try the. Her cosmetics, and also this lady was not only rich but famous on Instagram. She had around five hundred thousand or seven hundred thousand followers. So what did I do? I just found the contact of um her manager and even the phone number. I had a call with this manager and For several months, I was trying to convince her to give us a try. So to send the package uh, to London to this lady so she could try our cosmetics. And then I finally got the address and we sent her the cosmetics and this rich lady really really liked the cosmetics and after that i said oh but your lady your client your uh, has a blog right let's make an interview with my client and we finally did an interview with my client and posted it on this uh, rich lady's website so that's how i found the the success for my client i guess this is uh, this experience and uh, this case showed me that I can actually find anybody. And uh, it just takes time and approach when you use certain words, certain um, sentences, and when you know who you work with and what's your goal you want to achieve. And then you can be unstoppable.
0: Victoria, I would like to wrap this up by asking you, after listening to this episode, who should connect with you? And also, tell us a bit more about your current role.
1: I guess anybody who wants to um, know how to work with influencers or how to grow their social media accounts can contact me. Obviously, I would like to be happy to share my advice or just share my experience. Right now, I'm working with several startups projects and helping them also uh, to work with influencers and uh, increase their brand awareness, also uh, helping them to build Amazon reviews, help to boost their sales on Amazon as well. Apart that, I'm working with Instagram a lot and increase the follower range and get the organic followers and make some partnerships. And also I found some partnerships, sales partnerships, distributors, uh, e-commerce sellers and stores for my one of my beauty startups, which I'm working for. So if you have any ideas of this, especially in terms of fashion and beauty, if you want to boost your brand to the next level, you can contact me and I will be ready to help you.
0: I'll make sure to link uh, your contact details in the show notes, of Victoria. And with that said, I want to thank you for your insights. Thank you for joining us on the International Business Podcast.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me.
0: Subscribe today to listen to more international business stories. We have new guests every Monday. Connect with us on LinkedIn, info in the show notes. See you next week. Cheers.